For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host, Colonel and Dad, Garrett Morling. And here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games and resident power washer extraordinaire, Adrian Holmes. And there is and one other. I what was it? I forget what it was. I forgot what it was. I didn't write it down. Oh fantasy critic champion. That's what it was. Fantasy. Okay. All right. All right. And fantasy critic champion. I get it. All right. Cool. There you go. I won't actually, forget it. Actually, I should figure out some way to put something with game publisher in there. Elite game publisher, because that's what I am. Think about it. Right, that's what our league is based on. Is us? That's true. Being it's, a publishing, it's, it's house. a fan, fantasy publisher. Yeah, mm-hmm, the king of mm-hmm. the the king of video games and elite no. elite game publisher. How about that? Elite, elite game publisher. Not bad. Not That'll bad. work. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll work on it. We'll workshop it a little more. I, I think okay. I'll uh, yeah after the show we'll 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 get it dialed in so that way in the new year we'll actually uh, <laughs> I'll that's actually the, that's you actually perfect. That's the perfect place to 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 debut the new yep. uh yep. the new title. You gotta get some uh are you gonna are you gonna rotate yours at the beginning of the year? Rotate my what? My title Your titles. Yeah. I don't know. I've had the same title for years. <laughs> do I do I should I change it? I guess I can I don't I did this is hard to come up my host colonel and dad. I mean that that's everything right there. I'm nothing out I'm nothing more, Adrian. I want to stuff. Nothing host, to add to it. Colonel you know what I mean? and Dad. Uh no, I don't I don't I'll, again I'll have to noodle on it. We'll see. Okay. If you, if you think of anything, if you the listeners come up with anything, leave it in the comments. I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> Hit us I up would on Discord. not no. do that if I were I you. Want, I want all the names. Do you have anything oh, you want to call me? Boy. <laughs> leave your thoughts down below. Everybody, oh. I can see everybody cracking their knuckles right now. Finally. Oh, finally, we're going to let loose on this idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yes, we are here. Uh, and it is almost Christmas. Like, I'm wearing my Christmas sweater. Wearing my old PlayStation sacred Bro, symbols. That's right. The only way to celebrate the holidays is wearing PlayStation logos all over my body. Um, now, Garrett, what did you ask Santa for? this year what did i ask for santa for uh i feel like you asked him for that steam deck but i could be wrong i mean i yeah i was kind of i don't know honestly i haven't even thought about it I haven't even thought about it <laughs> i i it's one of those things you always see the memes on it i see the memes on instagram because i get all the weird like dad memes because i'm a dad i have kids mm. <laughs> but it's always there's always the one like uh, the wife at christmas like what do i get my husband <laughs> it's just because the husband just buys whatever he wants the rest of the year kind of thing like buy stuff for himself it's like that's fine it's probably better that way because if i had to rely on christmas gifts like you just 
you just never know you know i don't know as an adult as an adult now there's like there's always a particular like version of the thing or a particular like model or whatever it might be so it's like why leave that up to chance why leave it up to chance i had enough bad experiences as as a kid and like a grandma buying me something that was like so far off i okay story time actually you know what I'll let me lock it. in i'll save it for, no, no no i'll save it for the question because i think we have a question that pertains to some christmas stuff that's true so. smart man <laughs> so i will hold on to that christmas story um but um yeah uh i guess we're doing a show right now i'm kind of blanking on stuff oh i guess i should tell you all right off the bat next week is next monday's christmas and we record on mondays so we will not be uh, obviously doing a show next week. We're taking a break for Christmas, uh, but we should be back the next week because I think it's it's January 1st. If it was New Year's Eve, I'd say no, we're, we'll take a break then. But January 1st, most people don't have things going on. So I think we're okay. Yeah. I'll be here. All right. So we're not going to be here next week, but the week after. So we're just taking one week off for the holidays. Um, unless we're just feeling real crappy. If I like wake up New Year's Day and I'm like, nah, not feeling it. Well, as long as you don't party too hard, we'll be okay. <laughs> You never know. You never know. Um, so yeah, uh, stay tuned. Uh, give us, you know, just give us a week, and then stay tuned. We'll be back the next week after that with some more episodes for you. Um, and uh, I guess that's it for housekeeping, uh, at least until I get into the the real housekeeping, <laughs> which is uh, today we're going to be talking about how The Last of Us Online is canceled. E three is canceled. And Kojima Productions is not canceled. Canceled. <laughs> canceled. Kojima. Imagine Kojima gets canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> he already did from Konami, remember? I feel like it was the other way around. He got out of that one and Konami ended up no. getting canceled by the Konami by the canceled Kojima. They said, don't even say that man's name in this office. Right. Out of here. They canceled him, but then the rest of the world said, screw you guys. No. That's true. <laughs> Uh, and Kojima Productions is not canceled. In fact, they're making a movie with A24. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumble Smash and Kojima01, and our super gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. If you want to be awesome, just like those folks, head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys, where you can support us starting at just $1 a month. That's right, $1 each month. And you get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show, as well as Super Later Boys, as well as previous seasons of Super Gamer Book Club, all uh, ad-free. And then, like I said, current content, you get it early before everyone else. So think about supporting us over there. We'll talk more about that later on the show. Uh, I do want to say, just give a huge shout out to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on the show. We appreciate them. Uh, and uh, and also DJ Trues. Uh, today, I think we got the uh, the old yeah Jack Sriracha and Yate playlist going, but other times we got DJ Trues. All those links to all those artists are in the show description now. Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you can find them. Um, oh yes, that's what I wanted to talk about. The other piece of housekeeping. I was like, there's something else I wanted to talk about after the Christmas break. The other piece of housekeeping is Adrian and I actually uh, joined forces with Super MPC Radio. And uh, <laughs> last night, Sunday night, we recorded for almost five hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Two parts of uh, their Game Awards special. Um, yeah. Uh, Jeremy over there came at, at the Video Games and Comedy Show. That's the podcast in particular. So the network is Super NPC Radio. Uh, our friends, uh, you know, we've been on Connor's show, which is Call Me By Your Game. We've also previously been on Jeremy's show, which is 
Video Games, a comedy show. And uh, there were 15 of us, which is an insane amount Insanity. of people on one podcast. Uh, and uh, there were six categories that Jeremy made up. And we all gave our nominations for those categories. And then we had to basically battle royale fight to the death to try to get our picks picked. Uh, and what I didn't know until we got to the recording, apparently there was $100 on the line for the game of the year pick. I'm like, why do you yeah, tell me just, ahead of time? They just left that out. We should have all teamed up and just all picked the same game. So we would have had to pay out like $1,400, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> he probably uh, would have veto. I, I don't know. Yeah, he would have done some, he some he kind would, of crappy he would trick. Not have done. Yeah, you would have not let that happen. Uh, but um, part one is out today, actually, of uh, as a recording. It's on Monday, so available everywhere: Apple uh, Podcast and Spotify, or I think pretty much everywhere. Just look for Video Games, a comedy show. Uh, and uh, part two is coming out, I assume, next week during the Christmas break, uh, mm-hmm. if that, that that makes sense. They pre-recorded both the episodes, so they're good to go. <clears throat> so, yeah, check it out. It is just absolute chaos. Just- I haven't been that spent since we did the, <laughs> the Dungeon Boys, dude. We got off of that call, and I just kind of sat here in the chair for a while. Same, same. I sat here for a while, and I was like, I am so tired but i'm like too tired to even get out of the chair and i finally went to exactly bed. i finally exactly. got finally got out of my office up the hill into the house into bed and then i'm like i just like passed out immediately and then slept through my alarm this morning and even oh. s- still now like i'm like so like just mentally drained <laughs> from the chaos it was so much fun don't get me wrong but it was just like it was long and then uh uh, uh yeah there was like having so many people it was just like chaos absolutely and then chaos. they kept stalling it out <laughs> yes everyone has to do their bits it's a bunch of like comedians a bunch of improv guys and gales oh, so it's like i love them to bits. death <laughs> but they're they they're also insufferable okay they're both things can be true at times yeah yeah so go check it out it's it's fun even if you need to listen on like one and a half speed or something to get through it <laughs> like uh there's some uh there's some just crazy stuff that goes down some some interesting bits and yeah, i don't know i had a good time as exhausted as i was i'm like it's a good time i told jeremy i'm like thanks for having me i don't deserve to be here but you know this is monks like just a bunch of <laughs> crazy we, people i loved it but. we run in some interesting circles man <laughs> you love it I don't know how we got roped into the places that we get roped into but <laughs> hey that's great i love it it's right on everyone else's coattails you know no yeah. just kidding <laughs> just kidding all right. Uh, I think it's time to check the mail. I'm not Let's mistaken. Do Let's go Fire ahead and boot up. up Super Gamer Bot. What up, dorks? It's question time. We got some Excuse good ones today. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hello to you, Super Beg Gamer your Bot. pardon? <laughs> it's, it's been a minute. Been a minute. I appreciate you stopping by. <laughs> We made you. I know. This is you better weird. watch it. I mean that personality but, chip, it must be defective because yeah. it's gaining consciousness. Some, every every week it seems to become a little more alive and it yeah. makes me more and more worried. Yeah, when I, I feel like uh if we're not careful, it's <laughs> that's gonna be like it's just going to devolve into like the AI trying to kill us. Basically it's going to turn into like, or just making questions up that aren't written in just like saying things, but like 
that are like somewhat threatening, like, oh, anonymous rights in, like, oh, if I was to stand outside your window with a knife, like, how would that make you feel? Was, like, wait a second, Super Gamer Bot. I was going to say, <laughs> is this really anonymous? <laughs> anonymous rights in. Why are humans so fragile? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, this is like vaguely threatening, like, questions. Uh, hang on. Why are these all anonymous? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember this question coming in. Uh, all right, uh, Super Gearbot, uh, throw that first question at us, please. Sir Prince Alon asks, if SCP clips were animated, what art style would you want them to be? Okay, so if our Super Gamer clips or episodes were animated, what style would you want? Uh, this is a really good question. I feel like uh, you have one off the rip. Yeah, for me. I'd want it uh, animated in the style of One Piece. I want to be a One Piece character. I want like that art style, that animation style. Like that's what I want to be. I want to be in that world. Like I would love it, even if like our set, like we were hand drawn onto like the deck of the Going Merry and just like sitting <laughs> around. Oh, it would just be our. It would be us doing our or our clips just animated in the style of One Piece. Yeah, like basically, like we just become VTubers, and our and our whole like the whole world that we live in is just just one piece. That'd be great, and it's just like two like two yeah dark characters are just like you know look like one like they belong in the One Piece world. I think it'd be great. Um, what kind of pirate you, would you be? Would I be? That's a different question altogether. But like, yeah, uh, in, in the one say, in the way in the One Piece world, like, what kind of pirate would you be in the One Piece world? Because every all it's the pirates, all different kinds. That's what I'm saying. Like, all the pirates have their themes. Like, what would be your your thing? Like, mm, what would be my thing? I had to get back to you. I'm. I I'm that's, I, that's like <laughs> a. That's that's something that I have to like sit down and think about. <laughs> yeah. That's like a super later boys topic. <laughs> That's actually a great, you know what? Put that in your back pocket. Put it in the back pocket. Um, what about you though? If we, if for our clips or for our episodes or whatever it is, like our content, like if it, we were able to get like a drawn, someone to hand draw or to like animate it or somewhat, what style would you like it in? See, the way I'm thinking about it is like, you know, when people take audio clips and then they animate stuff on top of it, like a like, like a story time kind of animation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ha I, this is a long shot. Stay with me. Okay. Uh, but you are you are in my age bracket, and you are also in the video games. So there is a, a decent chance that you at least have heard of this. G four, a long time ago, had an animated series about a video game developer, and it was called Code Monkeys. Yes, I Does vaguely that ring remember a bell it. For you? It rings a bell. I like can yeah. Do a quick Google I, while I'm I talking, and, and you'll bring it, and you'll bring it right up. So, I think that we would be perfect to be animated, especially like when our when when clips get out of control. I think it would be a perfect art style for yeah. for us to be uh, animated in. 100%. Yeah, seeing this, I'm like, yep, yep. So it's basically like an 8-bit kind of style-ish. Like kind of? Pi pixel art. It's just like a pixel art style. I was going to say, it's like almost 16-bit, but not almost, quite, yeah. like in the middle. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think uh, I think that would be great. <laughs> just 
little i mean i already have like our like the little like pixel art versions of our faces yeah, so it would be that so it's just like we just need someone to like build out the like the rest of the world and you know our bodies and just animate it easy you yeah know? oh man that would be great actually that'd be fantastic <laughs> just like little clips we got to keep it in the tuck just in case we get big <laughs> one day we can actually pay somebody to animate them heck yeah oh so good um all right uh let's see let's do one last question i think uh super game Rock, what's the last one you got for us crimson asks what's your favorite christmas memory favorite oh, this is an easy one Christmas memory all right give it to me it is christmas of i guess it had to be 90 98 yeah christmas of 98 the year that Pokemon came out, Ooh. I got. Uh, you remember back in the day when Costco used to sell the the game system in a game in like that big plastic uh, uh, blister pack? I guess it would be called. Yeah, yeah. I got one of those. It had my um, it had my little red uh, my little red Game Boy Pocket. Okay. On one side, and it had a copy of Pokemon Blue on the other side. Dang. Done deal. Done deal. <laughs> Glued to it the entire day. Nothing else mattered. And I still have both of them today. Man, that's so awesome. I'm still like, every time you bring up your stuff that you still have, I'm so jealous. I'm so mad at my younger self for like either selling it off or mostly trading it in. I traded so much into EB Games, which doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was our place electronic boutique baby <laughs> but that was uh, back when they actually were decent so that's true yeah yeah uh but trading it all in to like get the ps2 or like get gamecube games or whatever and it's always to get just to get the next thing when we got our 360 we sold everything traded everything in like yeah to this day i'm like what were we thinking like what what was i thinking like i knew one day i'd want to play these games i mean again, but you can't beat yourself up right because most young people don't don't think you know about well what if i want to play this you know 10 15 years from now yeah you know thankfully i i mean my it was really my dad who was like had i was already experienced you know losing something and then 15 you know 10 15 years later be like man i really wish i could play that again and he stopped us from doing that so we don't have to experience that yeah so yeah that's awesome that's so cool yeah that that's stuff like that like i um I think it was I forget what Christmas it was, but also like I we I got the uh, the Game Boy Color, uh, the purple translucent, the atomic purple one, like the see through purple. And uh, oh, what game did I get? I got that and because I, I if was it was a, a color, I, it might have been gold and silver. I was late to the game with Pokemon. Like I didn't get uh or crystal i, 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 I never i never played red or blue uh i got yellow later on i think i think it was one of those things where i got uh so i i had silver i think that's what it was i guess so i got the game boy color and then i got pokemon silver and the i got yellow so i never played original red and blue i had gotten yellow um <clears throat> so yeah that was uh that was a fun christmas as, as well but um I don't think I got them all at the same time. It was something like on my birthday, I got one and then Christmas, I got the other kind of catch me up to speed to Pokemon. Cause that was the thing is like, yeah, I, I was a little late to the game with the Pokemon thing. And it, it wasn't exactly 98 when everything came out. It was like a couple of years later, but oh man, it was all over. Like when I got 
I think, I think it was like a birthday. I got the Game Boy and I got one Pokemon game. And then Christmas, I got a second Pokemon game. It's like, oh, it's all over. Um, but Look my, 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 oh, you brought it. You got it. She's been, she's been through hell, man, but oh, she's still here. Still kicking. Look at her. One day I want to get it restored or like, dude, you I don't should. know, cleaned up. Yeah. But just the fact that it's still here, man. I mean, a lot so, of thousands a, and thousands of hours <laughs> that's on so this here uh, Game Boy. Now the pocket, the pocket didn't have a color screen, did it? No, it was basically it was just, just the Game Boy, but it's a little smaller. Smaller, yeah. I, I that was the first one I ever got. I, I, oh, both of us, of course, weren't around when I barely missed the the original. Was what eighty nine? I think I had an original. And that I, was a hand me down from my mom. It was my mom's. Like she had it mm-hmm. when she was a teenager, and then when I was old enough, she let me have it. Um, and I had, she had uh, Tetris and Alleyway, which is basically like a brick, bra- uh, brick breaker game. Brick breaker. Yeah. So, and, and Super Mario Land. Oh, great one. So that was, those are the three one, Wait, games. one or two? One, the original. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that was, those were her three games when she handed it down to me. I, I had like the original gray, big brick Game Boy that I would play. <laughs> With yeah, Super Mario Land, uh, Alleyway, and then uh, uh, Tetris on there. Um, okay, so my Christmas story, huh. my favorite Christmas story of all time. I mean, my favorite one. I feel like I've told before on this show, which is the Crash Bandicoot story. Uh, I believe it's Crash Bandicoot Two, and uh, I it was somewhere we were at my I was at my grandma's house. And it was like, a, you know, we always, Christmas Eve, we would always go over to my grandma's house um, and hang out. We go to one grandparent's house for like dinner and games and stuff like that, or like in gifts. And then we go to my dad's mom's house to like just hang out to till midnight or whatever. You know, it's just like, ah, yeah, we've already eaten dinner. We've already done hang out. Now it's like the, the after party, you know, go hang out the other grandparent's house. Um and uh, anyways, we were there hanging out for a while, and then we were like, okay, time to go home, and we headed home. And on Christmas Eve, as a family, we always had the tradition, like, you open up, like, a small gift or whatever on Christmas Eve that you can, you know, just a little trinket you play with. or maybe Tied you like, over? Yeah, or maybe it was just, like, Christmas pajamas or whatever. And here it is. It's, like, late. It's, like, 11, 12 o'clock, almost midnight. Like, it was a late night already. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, we... we pull in and as we're walking up to the front door there was like a couple things just in the snow like off like a little snow bank to the left side of the, of the sidewalk like me and my brother were like what the heck is that like we got out of the car right away we're heading just run into the house because we were thinking like oh christmas gifts inside whoa no way and then we got closer and noticed like oh shoot and we lived out in the woods it's pitch black other than our front porch light so we're like get close trying to look at it like oh it's presents there's presents in the snow bank like what in the world uh and uh, we pull it out and we're like what is this my parents are playing off like oh santa must have dropped some presents out of his sleigh when he flew over or something like oh man like this is crazy oh man let's let's go check this out like let's go inside we're like me and my brother like no way like what like you drop presents are these ours are these for us like what's going on we have to get it back to him yeah well we get inside and it had our name on it we're like no way it's our name on it it's our gift uh well like what are the chances like good thing he dropped it here he could have dropped it anywhere you know uh we get inside and uh, open it up and i forget what my brother got 
probably a G.I. Joe or something like that. He was super into like, or Mac, remember uh, Max Steel? Was that the other action figure that was around? Max oh Steel. Oh my God, <laughs> Max Steel. I haven't heard that name yeah. in at least 15 years. Wow. Max Steel. Did he have a TV show? I think for a little bit. I don't think it Like lasts. he turned it's, into yeah. Steel? Wasn't that the whole thing? Like. I... I have, go keep, keep keep talking. I got yeah, you I look, it, look up, it up. You look it up. Uh, but I opened mine up, and it was a copy of Crash Bandicoot Two, two Cortex Strikes Back. Phenomenal game. I was losing my mind because I love Crash Bandicoot the first one, and uh, yeah, of course I'm like, Mom, Dad, you gotta let me play this. I can't go to bed now because normally it's like, oh, open the gift, play for a little bit, and then go to bed. I'm like, no way, I can't go to bed now. And they did. They let me stay up for a little bit and play it. And, like the first couple levels and it was just fun too because like the first couple levels on crash 2 are the snow ones like the polar bear and stuff like that like there's um some ice levels so yeah it was that was a super special memory so that's one i know i shared it before on the show but that's probably like my favorite of all time now going back to the beginning of the show real quick where i mentioned i almost told a story and then stopped myself yes i i uh i have a grandparent grandparents <laughs> I have two. I have lot. I have three sets of grandparents, but these two in particular, uh, which I really hope they don't hear this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, every year they would ask me and my brother what we wanted for Christmas, and we would tell them, and they would write it down. They would take a note, or sometimes we would even like circle things in a catalog. Remember, like the Sears, the JCPenney catalogs? Like, oh, absolutely. That. And it was like the Christmas catalog. It's like, you know, two inches thick and just full of toys and goodness and all this stuff. So it's like, this is what I want. I want this. All right, cool. You think you're set, right? You're like, all right, this is, this is, I'm locked in. Like they know what I want. I told them, I showed them. It's good. Christmas would roll around. <laughs> Christmas Eve, I should say. And uh, we'd go over there be opening up gifts and i don't know how or where or what like how it got lost in translation but inevitably we never got the thing we asked for it was always like a vaguely similar thing or i don't know it was this or or just something completely different altogether but i the i store I, brand I, blank <laughs> Yeah, I vividly remember, though, <laughs> one year. So growing up, I was my family big in the NASCAR. I mean, I, we grew up middle of the nowhere rednecks. You know, that's that's what you watch. That's our sport of choice. <laughs> so anyways, uh, they were like, oh, who's your they didn't ask what we wanted. They asked, oh, who's your favorite NASCAR driver? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon's the man. Give me that 24 all day long DuPont, baby. Uh, <laughs> Hometown boy. Yeah. From my and, city. Uh, <laughs> So I was like, in my head, I'm like, they can't mess this up. I told him, 24, Jeff Gordon, he's the man. I love him. He's great. Uh, Christmas Eve comes around. I mean, well, that in, in my head, I guess I wasn't putting two and two together because they didn't ask what I wanted for Christmas. So I'm thinking like, oh, that's weird. I wonder why they asked that. Garrett, we found you a, a Jeff Jordan. <laughs> Christmas Eve comes along and I they got... Everyone in what makes it more frustrating is like all my cousins were getting like what they wanted in really cool things. And then me and my brother would open up our gifts and it was always like, yeah. So that year, I remember they always got us pencils with our name on it, which honestly were well, they were great. They were really good pencils for school. Like I, they were the best erasers I've ever used on a pencil. But what, what a strange gift. For pencils, Christmas? Pencils with their name on it. 
and then this year that they asked me about who my favorite driver was, I opened it up and it was a die cast car, like a collector's collectible, like collector's car, like die cast metal, heavy duty, uh-huh. like fancy box. Like one of those things like you hang on to and supposedly sell 20 years later for like a hundred, like hundreds of dollars or something. Die cast car of not Jeff Gordon some other guy that I I have no idea I don't even think he was like it, it was a stock car racer but it might have been like it wasn't like it wasn't even the same league as Jeff Gordon it was like whatever like the Bush League I think or like Bush Light or what was it uh, it was, it was, it was a now name you know after, you probably named you know you beer. probably got that you got that because they were out of Jeff Gordon stuff wherever oh, they probably or it just Jeff Gordon cost a lot of money because he was the hot That's driver. True too. He was the Pepsi spokesperson, man. Like he was like yeah. the big dog. No, I so. agree. That's why. <laughs> That's why I'm saying whatever they were trying to find, it was probably out of stock. Yeah. But man, yeah. So I just remember like opening up and being like, are you kidding me? Like about pencils and this car. I don't the driver. I don't care about like, what's going on. I hate this family. Yeah, but it was always one of those things. It's like you—I always would look over, look over at my parents. Me and my brother would look at our parents, and they're just like, kind of like shrugging their shoulders and like smile, you know, kind of giving, kind of signaling smiles. Like thank you, you know, it's like thank you, grandma and grandpa. It's just like you know, you couldn't say anything. Like that's horrible. Oh, of course. But it's just like deep down, it's like all right, when do we get the go home i'm just want to right. go play but i just want to go play playstation <laughs> where's my game boy <laughs> oh man but i so it sounds like a crappy story but it's actually like i don't know looking back it's just hilarious to me this is it was that was every year every single year it was just like no that's not no nope, that wasn't the thing but all right <laughs> i i have an aunt uh to this day she does this and it's very clear but we love her so much we don't even really you know talk about it but it's very clear that she goes to and fro from dollar store to dollar store trying to find what she can get for yeah. all of us for Christmas. Man. Sometimes, sometimes they're they're useful, but that's like maybe one out of ten. And it's just like when you see her coming, just know whatever she got, she found in the bargainest of bargain bins. But it's the fact that she thought about you that counts. Yeah. So. Oh, totally, totally. Oh man. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Yeah. All right. Uh, probably... Now I just buy everything I want. Yeah, exactly. Now it's like, now I'm an adult. And I was like, yeah, it's just way easier because I could just save up my own money and buy exactly what I need or want. And right. I don't have to worry about anyone messing it up. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. We should probably get on with the show here uh thank you all so much for writing in we appreciate you crimson sir prince law and everyone else who's written out throughout this year and if you want to be a part of the show have your questions heard think about join our discord it's free to join go to supergamerboys.com slash discord and uh sign up with a discord account join our server and you can chat with us i mean you could leave your questions but then we also just chat about what games we're playing what movies we're watching uh, and everything else in between. Uh, also, we do stuff throughout the year, like we did our fantasy league. I'm hoping to probably do it again next year. It's kind of fun. Although I don't, there's not a lot of game releases, so it might be hard. It's going to be like cutthroat 20, to get like. 
like what? There's Final Fantasy VII. Like everyone's gonna be trying to get Final Fantasy VII Rebirth or whatever it's called. <laughs> like, or, and everybody's gonna yeah fight to the death for Wolverine. Apparently and, that's and supposed Wolverine. to be coming out next year. I highly doubt it, but yeah. you never know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So we do other and the backlog challenge, which right now it seems like Chaz Cheeto is cleaning up. He's he might got be it. Getting, uh, getting the old. Uh, Old, Apparently uh, he's able there. to play an entire Yakuza in in ten hours. I I yeah. I would throw a challenge flag on that, but uh, I mean he has pictures of the credits. And what if there's an option? There's some games that have options yeah. to view the credits. It's true. It's true. I I'm mean, just saying. I think we should <laughs> throw a challenge flag. Yakuza games are at minimum, I think, like twenty something hours. So the fact and does he? It, we need to. See, does he work? I mean, that's the, we don't know. We don't know. We don't nothing. Chaz Cheeto is a mystery. Just to that's use your it. name. That's just to it. use I'm your just name. saying, <laughs> I got questions. Because I know for the average person, you ain't beating a 20-something hour game in, in <laughs> what, six days? No. Well, if you have ideas on how to, like, other... Because right now, the thing is, is when you finish a game, you send a picture of the credit screen. But if there's another way to, like, clock that where we can actually see, like, playtime or something like a save maybe they need to take a picture of like the save file or something i don't know that's right like not all save, not all games have like the time in the save file those even that's not completely foolproof but I no but it should it would be like cleared or something like that in the True. in the yeah. little save file icon somewhere so yeah or maybe like achievements most games like everything has achievements nowadays other than nintendo games so basically most. but i most- play a lot i my a lot of my backlog is old stuff so there's no achievements or, or anything in there. That's true. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But anyways, you can join us over there, play games with us, and win stuff. Like, I think for the Backlog Challenge, the prize was a $100 gift card that I forgot that I said I would do. And that's great, because I don't know if I budgeted that, so it might be coming out of my pocket. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you could you could also join in and win some cool prizes that Garrett forgets about that he promised. Um <laughs> All right, I think it's now time for the Nerdy Nudes. It's now time for the Nerdy Nudes. All right. Is this working? Testing one, two, three. I'm kidding. I wasn't actually testing my microphone. Uh, All right. Here we are. This first news story coming to us from IGN, written by George Yang. The Last of Us multiplayer game canceled we'll focus on single player games going forward naughty dog has stopped development on the last of us online it's troubled attempt to create an online version of the popular franchise the studio says that it would have needed to put all of its resources into post-launch content for years to come and that approach would have severely impacted its ability to develop future single player games we realize many of you have been anticipating news around the project that we've been calling the last of us online there's no easy way to say this We've made the incredibly difficult decision to stop development on that game. Naughty Dog said in a statement, The studio knew that fans of The Last of Us Faction's multiplayer community would be upset with the news and wanted to provide some context as to why it chose to stop development. The multiplayer team has been in pre-production with this game since we were working on The Last of Us Part 2, crafting an experience we felt was unique and had tremendous potential, explained Naughty Dog. As a multiplayer team iterated on their concept for The Last of Us Online during this time, their vision crystallized. The gameplay got more refined and satisfying. We were enthusiastic about the direction in which we were headed. I'm ramping up to the full in ramping up to the full production, the massive scope of our ambition became clear. To release and support The Last of Us Online, 
we'd have to put all our studio resources behind supporting post-launch content for years to come, severely impacting development on future single-player games. So we had two paths in front of us, become a solely live-service game studio, or continue to focus on single-player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. Naughty Dog went on, went on to confirm that it has more than one ambitious brand new single-player game that it's working on. However, the studio didn't reveal what they are at the moment. So, yeah, basically they realized, oh, it's hard to make a, uh, you know, it's hard to make a single, uh, a live service game. A live uh, and support it for multiple years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so it's not, not necessarily hard to make it because they made it and they're like, yeah, to support it. It's like, oh, wait, it takes still takes a full studio to continue to make content and patch bugs and all this stuff for the years to come. Uh, who's going to make the rest of our single player games? Uh, right. So, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, on one hand, it's like, all right, that's, I feel bad for the team that was involved because, yeah, they probably put their heart and soul into making this really cool thing that a lot of people were really excited for. And now it's just dead. Um, but on the other hand, it's a, I don't know, I, I, I'm glad that they didn't release it and then their bread and butter suffer for it. Because I'm glad they realized, like, oh, no, we're a single-player studio. Like, this is, you know... Granted, they could have expanded. They could have gone on a big, like, hiring, mass hiring event where they just, like, hire on as many people as possible. Because I'm sure a live service game would have paid for itself very quickly. Like, go into debt a little bit, hire a ton of people, and then they probably would have been fine in the long run. But having a focus, I think, is what makes them so unique. As well as a lot of PlayStation Studios that don't dabble in live service stuff. I mean, well, or studios in general, I should say. Like Question. having a focus is not a bad thing, but yes. Um. So with this cancellation, that makes seven of the 12 games have been canceled, right? I think technically, yeah. Yeah, because six were delayed uh, a couple months ago. Uh, and then now this one is canceled. So yeah, that's seven out of the 12 which means there's five left still coming out over the next two years. Still way too many. Yeah, that's still a lot. Honestly, they should have stopped at two. If you can't get one of two to work, call it. Yeah, I'm curious, like, what... <clears throat> yeah, what could they, like... Who, who, who could even be working on them? Because at this point, we only know of, like, two or three that they're working on. Um... So I can't imagine what the other couple would could be, but <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, I I we actually just recently got a comment on uh, the last episode. Last time we talked about live service games, where someone was calling us out and like, "You guys don't understand what live service game is. Like, you guys are a bunch of idiots. Like, what are you? A bunch of like grade schoolers that don't know nothing?" They're like, I'm like, "All right, chill, dude. Let me at him. Let yeah. me at him." But. I'm going to reiterate. I'll eat the them same. alive. With that said, I'm going to reiterate the same thing that we said before. And yeah, it's it's too much. And live service games are have such a huge time commitment. Like it just seems crazy to just dump that, you know. And 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 again, like for 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 one studio for one uh, 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 company, I should say, it seems like a lot. If it was like a bunch of different production studios putting out live service games fine that sounds great but the fact that it was five playstation exclusive live service games that seems wild to me because basically you're just asking one player base from one console 
to spend all their waking time on these five games. And it's like, that's a lot to ask of someone, but I don't know. I would love to see the the uh, positive results on that, that trying to convince somebody to give all their time to one game and it actually working. Yeah. Yeah, like I, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, with, with these games too, like even like, if they were going to other consoles, like and I don't, PlayStation would never do that. But if PlayStation was to like allow Xbox to get it PC, it's like, all right, that makes sense. Putting out five games over the next two years, live service games over the next two years to every console. OK, that makes a lot more sense. It's a lot, lot wider net. But man, just in the PlayStation ecosystem, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how they expect people to do that, but I don't, I don't know. know what's going on over there, man. Yeah. PlayStation's been acting and moving real weird lately, and it's making me nervous for them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but as far as Naughty Dog, they're focusing on two projects, which I assume is uh, in the article. It says that they didn't confirm what either of them are, but I feel like it's basically been confirmed that they're working on a part three, right? Like, didn't they like kind of like allude to it in a previous article? So... Uh, I mean, they did and they didn't. They tried to keep it as vague as possible, which right. turned out to be the smart move in a long in the long run. Yeah. Um, but I do think we'll absolutely get a season three because they want to do season three of the show. Yes. So. Right. Exactly. Um. So that'll be one of the games, but that just means either the other game. I imagine the other game is going to be a new IP. I would love for them to revisit an old franchise, but. I have a feeling it's just going to be... Talking about Jack, aren't you? Talking about Jack. We got to be talking about Jack. Let's go, baby! Talking about old Jack and Daxter over there. Uh, Woo! I would love to get... A reboot? A, a reboot? Or a remake? A re- even, yeah, even a remake I'd be happy with. A, a reboot would be... Remake? A reboot would be sick, but even if it was just a remake, like I'd be happy with that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if they, have, if they could... If they'd do it. I mean, the fact that they have two games going on, I feel like in the past, well, I guess in the past, they've always had two games because they usually because they always had someone on like Uncharted and then another team on Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not unheard of for them. So if one's doing The Last of Us still, the other one, yeah, could be doing anything. I don't know. What, what would you prefer? Would you prefer like another entry into Jack and Daxter or would you like to see what a new IP could be from them? Uh, I mean, I'm always down for a new IP. But if it was between the uh, Jack and Daxter and The Last of Us Part Three, I would pick Jack. Oh, I feel like we, I feel like with Last of Us Two did a great job, just like Last of Us One, by leaving the the uh, ending up to interpretation. Yep, and they made it like such a clean break that you could really just end the story there, and it's still fulfilling. Oh, hundred percent. So yeah, there's really no like they really did finalize the story like even after the first one the story was pretty final like i was like like even when they were talked about the second one it's like what more could they say like they kind of told that story it's like all right two came out I was like no you know what two was good two was great they told more story and it didn't feel like it was forced in there but now with even with two i'm kind of feeling the same way as i did with the first one it's like how could i possibly add more like it seems pretty at least with these characters seems pretty final so <laughs> it's like what more can we possibly get from these characters unless it's i guess moving on to some new characters or something i don't know but uh i i would love the new eventually idea. you're gonna have to because they're gonna get played out so yeah yeah and and also like i mean 
everyone knows the controversy with the first one too with like how they i mean spoilers i guess for last of us part two but it was all over the news and i think we even talked about it but uh joel getting just killed off in the first like what 30 minutes or hour of the game or whatever <laughs> like oh uh, uh, yeah like how how do they what's their next stunt now because that was kind of like a big thing like that oh my gosh like that was like the shock value that kind of sucked people into the story like now nah, i'm in like well it either turned them off or like oh shoot like they just killed off a main character like what's going on all right what's their next like what's their thing for the next game what's going to be the big like oh shoot moment like they can't do the same thing again they can't just be like oh El- and El- ellie's dead now it's like wait a second you did the same thing last time i mean the big thing <laughs> is going to be there's going to be a large camp or facility of people who are all immune and there's some kind of i don't know government facility you have to break into to break them out or whatever disguise is something else but that feels right maybe yeah I don't know. Could be interesting. Why would you got? But, uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of much more. That's what I'm struggling to even think where, what direction they could go. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Again, I, I would prefer it to be a, like we said, like a new IP and then like a remake. Like have one studio work on a new IP because, yeah, Last of Us is great, but I would love to see Naughty Dog kind of spread their wings a little bit. Kind of like work out their creative muscles a little more like with creating mm-hmm. a whole new world for us like not again not to say there's nothing wrong with a part three but i don't know they're so want- they, they, they they are so great at world building like uncharted was incredible last of us has been incredible like previous ips that were are are incredible so it's like i'd love to see what they could do what fourth time around here fifth time how many they've had crash jack uncharted and last of us so fifth time around like all right give us something good what do you got but I don't know. Hmm. What are you thinking? I the rumor is it's sci-fi. Hmm. That, what they're working on. That could be really cool. But I also don't want them to make a sci-fi Last of Us. You know what I no, mean? I would want it to be more that sci-fi like, Uncharted. Yeah, or sci-fi it's i don't know maybe a mixture or uh. what i what i mean by sci-fi uncharted is more lighthearted. yeah like I, I, don't give me dark fun. don't give me dark grimy last of us-esque cyberpunk-esque sci-fi give me like oh this is like goofy silly indiana jones crap going on you know <laughs> but in space or whatever or just like even if it's not space just futuristic or- earth like that would be kind of like interesting but or or make it a heartfelt comedy that would be a challenge for them make a comedy game huh that'd be interesting if they got some of the best writers around they should be able to give it a shot and figure it out like a high like a high on life type thing but not that meta not that (laughs) not that meta (laughs) oh man yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, stay tuned, and we'll be the first ones to be talking about on the podcast. You'll hear it here first, but um, mm-hmm. until then, yeah, uh, Naughty Dog's gonna keep on Naughty Dogging, and I'm not, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next news story comes to us from Gamespot, written by Darren Bonthus. E3 is permanently canceled. 
It's the end of the road for what was once the biggest gaming showcase as its parent company has confirmed that E3 has been canceled forever. It's official. E3 is dead. The long-running Electronic Entertainment Expo has faced numerous challenges over the last several years, and after a failed attempt to revive it once again this year, its parent company has confirmed that it is ending the gaming showcase. After more than two decades of hosting an event that has served as a central showcase for the U.S. and global video game industry, the Entertainment Software Association has decided to bring E3 to a close. ESA President and CEO Stanley Pierre-Louis, uh, Louis? Louis? I don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, it's said French. The, says Louis. Pierre-Louis said to the Washington Post, We know the entire industry, players and creators alike, have a lot of passion for E3. We share that passion. We know it's difficult to say goodbye to such a beloved event, but it's the right thing to do given the new opportunities our industry has to reach fans and partners. E3's downwards slide began several years ago as major partners like Sony, EA, and Nintendo pulled out of the annual event and instead opted to hold their own individual shows during not E3 season. New challengers arose like Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest and the COVID-19 epidemic proved to be the final nail in the coffin for E3. The ESA held an all-digital E3 in 2021 and ended up losing more money than it earned, while the 2022 and 2023 shows were canceled entirely. At one point, convention organizer, organizer Reed Pop was tasked with resurrecting E3. These plans were also fell through. E3 2023 was canceled at the last minute following a lack of interest from publishers and developers, leading to Reed Pop and the ESA parting ways. While a 2024 E3 looked unlikely, it was rumored that a complete reinvention of the show would be held in 2025. So there you have it. A dream that I've had for 20 some years. Just dead. Done. You, you and me both, brother. I always thought at some point I was going to be able to go even if, if it was if it was press, if I sneak my way in, if it was just a regular ticket, <laughs> somehow I was going to be able to get into that convention. Now yeah. we'll never get the chance. Yeah, no, it was. I And I saw that news. I was like, oh, man, like, yeah, this dream that I've had for a year, like growing up and reading Game Informer, GameSpot, uh, you know, Electronic Gaming Monthly and getting all the updates, you know, on on what's happening at E3 every single year, or like w watching the G4 coverage, you know, watching the actual events and the showcases on G4 and stuff like that. Coming home from school, knowing that you were getting ready to dive into it. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, he's so just incredible. Like there's this, this, I don't know, like this uh, uh, just it just was felt magical, you know, <laughs> this magical time of the year. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like the Christmas for gamers kind of thing. It, it was our Super Bowl. You know, everyone else is like, yeah, Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah, E3. <laughs> who's going to who's going to win E3? You know, it's always like fighting out like <laughs> Nintendo, Sony, Xbox. Who's going to be what's going to happen? Uh, so, man, yeah, it's it's sad that it's gone. I mean, I know there's there's other conferences and things that happen like Summer Game Fest is getting bigger where they are starting to have in-person events now around the event and not quite as extensive as E3 being like a week-long event or whatever like five-day event but um, they're starting to get stuff and there's obviously uh, uh, what's the other one that goes on like pa PAX that's what it is PAX um, oh but that's, yeah but that's uh, you know more for the indie space and stuff like that I was gonna say it's a lot smaller so yeah yeah, smaller scale a little bit. But um, yeah, there's just something about like, I don't know, I would have loved to at least once go to E3 and just by the time we were in the game here doing podcast stuff and Super Gamer Boys, that's like when it was 
dying, you know? <laughs> it was like the end of the road, <laughs> unfortunately. So, I don't know. Rest in peace, E3. Uh, it's a bummer. It's gone, but I don't know. My hope is that there's a, something else that rises up, whether it's Summer Game Fest or something else that kind of takes its place and that we can go to and kind of like get... Summer Game Fest already has. It's already the... As far as the showcases, yes. But I mean, like, the physical, in, like, in-person event. Like, at this point, I think... It's only like a one or two day thing. They're in person stuff. Like it would be cool if they get to the size where it's like, oh no, this is like the the full fledged like this is E three again, basically. Which mm -hmm. honestly, I don't doubt Jeff Keighley. Like he's crazy, you know. <laughs> he's he's he does he's he works a dang hard over there doing all of this. He gets stuff, the gets so. that nobody else can. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if within the next couple of years, like honestly, Summer Game Fest is at that level where maybe it doesn't have the same intention, but it's that feeling, you know, could a piece of that feeling could still be there. So we'll see. Maybe one day, one day we'll get to a go, go to a cool in-game or in-person <laughs> game event. But until then, just live react here on our couches on Twitch. Uh, and honestly, probably get better seats and see more of what's going on to be to be completely. And we don't have to worry about getting sick, getting the what do they call it? They always they, I feel like I always heard uh, like kind of funny talk about it, like the uh, the, the convention banking. crud, the, the convention oh. crud. You know, you'd get sick because there's so many germs and people around. And they don't wash their hands. No one wears Nobody deodorant. Nobody washes their hands. Why? What is the deal with that? No one wears deodorant. No one washes their hands. Everyone stinks and is dirty. <laughs> That's all I've learned from like hearing other people talk. I was gonna about say it. Like, you're not far off. You're not far off with the <laughs> anime convention. Just letting you know that. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. This last news story. This is an unprecedented event. Two weeks in a row, we're getting the Kojima Corner. That is right. We are back with another episode of Kojima Corner, an episode, uh, a podcast within a podcast here at Super Gamer Boys. Um, and uh, this week on Kojima Corner, we're going to be talking about how Kojima Productions and A24 team up to adapt Death Stranding. A24, the studio behind Academy Award winning films such as Everything Everywhere All at Once has announced a collaboration with Kojima Productions to adapt Hideo Kojima's acclaimed video game, Death Stranding, into a live-action feature film. The announcement comes ahead of Kojima Productions' 8th anniversary on December 16th, marking a new milestone in video game-to-film adaptations. The film promises to delve into the mysteries surrounding the apocalyptic event called the Death Stranding, which blurred the lines between life and death and brought forth nightmarish creatures into a world on the brink of collapse. Hailed as the architect of the stealth genre and a pioneer in interactive storytelling, Hideo Kojima continually shifts the boundaries between film and game. Widely considered the father of the stealth genre. <laughs> what I love is this is a this is a blog article from their website. Like it's so just like self-congratulatory. <laughs> like it's just like, <laughs> oh, we get it. We get it. I bet you Kojima wrote this himself. Um Widely considered the father of stealth of the stealth genre, he is also credited with innovating both storytelling and cinematic presentation in video games at large. In 2020, Hideo Kojima received the BAFTA Fellowship, the highest accolade bestowed by BAFTA upon an individual in recognition of exceptional contribution to film, games, or television. Uh, Hideo Kojima says A24 was born into this world about 10 years ago. Their presence is singular within the industry. They are like no other. 
The films they are delivering to the world are high, high in quality and very innovative. I have been attracted to their creations and they have even inspired my own work. Their innovative approach to storytelling aligns with what Kojima Productions has been doing for the last eight years. Now we are making a Death Stranding movie together. There are a lot of game adaptation films out there, but what we are creating is not just a direct translation of the game. The attention is that our audience will not only be fans of the games, but our film will be for anyone who loves cinema. We are creating a Death Stranding universe that has never been seen before, achievable only through the medium of film. It will be born. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but all right. <clears throat> um, about A24. A24 is a global entertainment company. We all know who A24 is. They make movies, including Hereditary, Moonlight, Lady Bird, Uncut Gems, Spring Breakers, and 30-plus TV shows, including award-winning series Euphoria and Golden Globe-winning series Raimi. So, yes. A... They, they're teaming up with uh, some, some big dogs in the film industry to make a Death Stranding movie. Let me tell you... <laughs> I'm real excited. I'm real I was stoked. Gonna say, I, I'm feeling I was really gonna good. Say, how stoked are you? <laughs> I mean, we knew a Death Stranding movie was coming because what was that? Like a year or two ago, they opened the LA branch of Kojima Productions right. with the intention of focusing just on film. Like that was like, mm -hmm. there wouldn't be game developing happening in LA. It was designed for film stuff, but we haven't heard anything since then. So this is huge. So Kojima Productions is now teaming up with A24 to make something. Um, and yeah, I, I am stoked out of my mind. I've been waiting to Lord, just please give me some Death Stranding movies. I need some more Death Stranding in my life. Uh, and, and he's like, uh, dude, you have it on your PC. You, you have it on yeah. your PlayStation. You, you have it on every console known to man, dude. You're like, ready to you, put you, it you're on good. your phone. Like, what, what, what are you doing? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just blinded to do it now. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Now I'm going to be honest. A24. I know the name and I know the prestige that goes with it. I've actually probably seen very few of their films. Like I think like just, the, that. just the ones that are listed here in the list. Um, the only one that I've watched out of these on this list was uncut gems, which I only just watched like a week or two ago, which is wild to me. Cause I like, I know all hey. these movies, like reading through this list. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like these are like incredible movies that have won so many awards. Like, how have I not watched them yet? So now it's like the same thing I did with Jordan Peele last week where I watched through all every movie he's made. Uh, I watched Get Out and I watched uh, uh, Us and Nope. I'm going to start the same thing with A24. I'm going to start going through their hits because I got to get ready. Got to get ready for Death Stranding, you know? Got to get the mood. <laughs> what's 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 A24's vibe here? Uh, hey, so... I mean, A24 rarely, if ever, misses. So if anybody That's was going to help him... That's what I hear. Right. Uh, if, any, if anybody was going to help Kojima to make this a reality, uh, it was going to be them. However, A24 is also not known for super high-budget, super big films, hmm. which Death Stranding would need to be unless... Are, if if the movie was focusing like let's say uh the movie was about Sam and he has to get from one one town to another and the in, in game time for it would take like an hour you know yeah that would be an interesting movie because you could have him interact with the world and whatever but I, I don't know anything bigger than that and a24 is gonna be like yo dog we don't we, we're not Marvel <laughs> we yeah. don't do that I mean It'll be 
What's also interesting is because it's supposed to touch on, and the reason I bring this up because Yoga Archangel in the chat says, Norman, read us or bust. Um, what's interesting is based off of at least this blog post here, it is, it's not going to include the current characters. Like there's, there's, an, there's another interview, I read it in another article, basically it said like this isn't just i mean i guess it says it here too in this blog post but um they're not rehashing the original story like they're building out basically a death stranding extended universe this is like their dceu you know dseu um and uh it's it's according to this blog post it seems to point out it's going to show like the start of the death stranding what what kind of kicked it off which might include some of the same characters but not all of them, I assume. Like it's gonna have. You'd like, have to be a maniac to think Norman Reedus doesn't at least have a cameo in this series. I don't know. As Sam. I don't know. Like if it's if it's the towards the beginning, like technically, well, the thing. Well, so he. Uh, spoilers for Death Stranding, I guess. He he's technically is the start of the Death Stranding, but it's when he's a baby. Like mm -hmm. not as Norman Reedus, it's him as a baby. So that's where, like, that's why I'm like, oh, okay. Like they kill his character will be in it, but it's when he's a little guy. Like you know, it's not it's not when he's full grown Norman Reedus. So, um, I don't know. I I'm just so excited though. I'm so happy for this. One thing that I was kind of bummed about because again, if it's talking about the beginning of Death Stranding, you would think because in the flashbacks they do have flashbacks in Death Stranding. Um, Die Hardman is a uh, uh, kind of a part of he's there at the beginning to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. um, but on Twitter, um, what's the voice actor's name that, that does him? Uh, he came out and said, he's like, at this point, like, I've not been approached about doing this. He's like, I would love to do it if I got a part. But at this point, like, because people were asking, like, oh, you know, people were doing fan cast, you know, and what's what's I mean, it was a meme because people are like fan casting. Oh, Norman Reedus should play Sam and blah, blah, blah. Like <laughs> <laughs> James Earl Jenkins, that's his name. James Earl Jenkins should play Die Hard, man. It's like, ha, ha, ha. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's funny. But at this point, I haven't been talked to. So granted, it's still super early on. They only just signed on with A24. But I don't know. It'd be weird, like to recast people. But so Kojima, have, Kojima's they, done it before with Big Boss and pulling Kiefer Sutherland fair. in <laughs> instead of keeping uh, uh, David Hayter. So, I mean, it's not the first time you recast a main character of a game. <laughs> or, I always wonder what his reasoning was for that. I feel like it was probably a, it was a fallout with David had to be, right? I, so I my, my two theories are either, because, again, he... His dream was always to work with big Hollywood stars, which is very apparent with Death Stranding. Obviously, he just wanted, and even before that with PT, PT was like Guillermo del Toro, Norman Reedus, blah, blah, blah. Like, and so and with Death Stranding, it's like, oh, he always wanted to work for, with Hollywood. So my one theory is like, I think he just finally had the budget to get a Hollywood actor. So he just went for it. My second theory, though, is giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's not just, you know, wanting to hang out with cool people and screwed over David Hayter, but more so, uh, I guess spoilers for Metal Gear Solid 5, um, a storytelling thing because technically you're not playing as Big Boss. You're playing as a guy pretending to be Big Boss, but you don't find that out till the end of the game or whatever. So uh, 
like I, I in my head I'm like oh that could like I could see him being kind of cheeky with it and being like oh yeah like it's I recast Big Boss's voice actor wink and really it's like oh it's because it's not actually Big Boss it's why it's a different voice actor or something <laughs> like that but I don't know I I feel like it's probably more the first one where he just wanted to hang out with cool Hollywood actors you know <laughs> that was his first taste in it but I don't know we'll never know I hope it's not a falling out between him and David because I don't know. I'd love to see David Hayter in another product project with Kojima. Like, it'd be great. <laughs> Not mad at it. Wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. But yeah, so stay tuned. I'm sure we'll be talking about that as much as possible. Even though it's not a video game, I make exceptions for movies when it's about good video games, you know? <laughs> um, all right. That is it for the nerdy nudes. Now it is time for our Patreon ad. Let's do it. This is the part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us starting at just $1 a month. That's right, $1 and you get episodes early and ad-free such as this show uh, as well as super later boys and uh previous seasons of super gamer book club if you want those ad free or like our patreon exclusive season of super gamer book club season one which was hosted by zetch you can check those out and uh yeah get them exclusively on patreon starting at that one dollar level you don't have to go in the top dog tier for that you can get all that fun awesome content and help support the show that way uh, but if you really love what we do, we do have three more tiers above that. We got our $5 tier where you can get those previous perks and you get the show notes to the show so you can see exactly what we're going to talk about. Leave your own questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, uh, opinions right on the show notes, right on the dock for us to read live here on the air. So if you have answers to the questions, you have thoughts and news stories, or heck, you want to ask questions about things go ahead and drop it on the dock we'd love to read it out here so if you want to be a part of the show basically go ahead and support the five dollar a month level and you can get those show notes and be a part ten dollars a month you can be a patreon uh sorry not a patreon a super gamer sponsor uh, over on Patreon, though, you support us on Patreon at ten dollars a month, and you're a super gamer sponsor. We get a shout shout out at the top of each and every episode, as well as all those previous perks, and the top dog tier, fifteen dollars a month. You're a Patreon producer, where you get all the previous perks, ad free episodes. You get the show notes, you get the shout outs, and you can pitch segments for the show. If you have a cool show segment idea that you want to do, want to be a part of, which Stay tuned in the new year. Uh, we were going to debut it this week, but then I'm like, uh, it feels weird to have a new bit and then take a week off and then come back in the new year later with it. So we're going to hold off. But starting in the new year with a new episode, we are bringing in a new bit uh, by our uh, one Patreon producer, Kajoma01. That's right. Caleb's coming in with something. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, so if you have a segment idea or whatever idea for a new show, whatever it might be, and you want to kind of help be a part of that $15 a month, you can be part of the crew and, uh, help us out and, uh, be a part of something really cool. So think about it, support us over there. Uh, you can also support us if you're watching over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. You can support us there by using your prime gaming sub. That's right. If you have Amazon Prime, you can link that to your Twitch account. 
and uh, you get a free Prime Gaming sub that you can use each and every month. Now, you have to remember to re-up it. Uh, it does not automatically renew. So if you used it last month or in a previous month, you got to come back here and uh, and use it. But go over to twitch.tv slash thesupergamerboys, uh, hit up our channel. And uh, if we're during a live stream, uh, you should be able to just down on the bottom right part of the screen, hit that subscribe button, use your Prime sub. It costs you $0. We get five bucks, helps support the channel. And you get some sweet emotes to use all around Twitch show off our beautiful faces and uh so think about supporting us there we'd very much appreciate it um all right well that is it for the ads this week now let's get back to the show We are back from ads, and uh, it's now time, Adrian, for me to ask you, what you playing? Uh, I am still knee-deep in Game Boy Advance land. Um, still pretty going, making my way through Golden Sun. Uh, man, what a, what a, just a fantastic game. That I don't, it, it's, it's the best case I mean, the Game Boy Advance's reputation is that it's basically a portable Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. And this game absolutely feels like it could. You can you can take it off of this cartridge, put it on the Super Nintendo cartridge, and it'd be right at home. Hmm. I freaking love that game. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of that, and then also I started up a uh, Wario Land Four which is oh. the Wario Land game that came out on Game Boy Advance that's okay. like all these all these run like running platformer games like Pizza Tower that's what they're trying to do an homage to is that game okay interesting mm-hmm. huh. yeah i i've actually never played a Wario game other than the Wario Wear like i'm familiar right. with like Wario Wear especially on Game Boy Advance, but yeah, like I never actually played the Wario Land games. Is that what they're called? Um, yeah, uh-huh. I've, I've never, never touched any of them, but so they have a little bit different feel than just a normal Mario game. I guess in my head, I just assumed it's, oh, it's Mario, but with Wario, but they're different. No, Wario, yeah, Wario has his own set of abilities uh, and he takes damage or deals damage in different ways and different things in the air in levels uh, affect him. I don't want to give too much away, but he does. It is quite a different experience than Mario overall. Okay, cool. And there's four of them, you said? Mm -hmm. Or is there more? Is there more than that? There's only, uh, well, I mean, you can kind of get into semantics. There's technically five because there's one that uh, came out on Wii, Warrior Land Shake It. Oh, which is also that. very good. It was yeah. like the hot pink box, right? Right. Uh, that it, I mean, it's also a very, very good game. And the uh, the fact that nobody talks about this, I don't know why, but it's like hand drawn, animated. Like every frame is animated Whoa. for Wario in that game. That's cool. Yeah. So that was definitely a labor of love, and I I feel like that game didn't get the the recognition it deserves. Um, so you could technically say that there's five. Um, and then the only thing we got oh. after that was Wario World, the one on GameCube. Okay. Sorry, that, that hot pink box I was thinking, that was the WarioWare game that was on Wii. Wario Land has, is just a picture of him. But I do recognize this. Now I'm looking at the box. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. 
yeah, I'll need to, I, I need to check one out sometime because again, I've just always assumed like, oh, it's just more Mario, but I never even, I felt would, like, oh, I yeah, would he... tell you if you were to start with four. <laughs> okay. The one on Wii. No, the one on Game Boy. On Game Boy. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'll check that out sometime. Mm-hmm. See what it's all about. Uh, How anything? about yourself? Yeah. Um, so I played. Yeah, let me look at something real quick. Let me. I got to figure out the timeline here. <laughs> when when did I do this? Uh, I was on that day. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that that checks out. Um, I played through Venba. Ooh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. It is. It's a very short game, which. I heard it was short, but I, I didn't expect how short it was. Like, I kind of wish it was longer, honestly. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, yeah, it is about a family that uh, immigrates from a part of India. I f- forget. Forgive me. I forget the exact part because they even say like they don't like they're not like, oh, we're Indian. They say we're blank and it's from a certain region in india and i feel really bad i don't remember what it is that's the whole point of kind of the game is like their culture and i don't know (laughs) but uh uh it's a really cool game though about yeah them immigrating to canada um and yeah just really their life starting out with um from the I, I originally thought the game was gonna be from the because I think I even talked about like um, a week or so ago um, on an episode because I played like the first 10 minutes of it before the show and I was like oh yeah I, I thought it was gonna be from the son's point of view it's actually from more the mother's point of view which I find out that's her name that makes sense that's why the game's called that um, so yeah it's from the, like the mother's point of view so her like the wife initially them the wife and husband immigrating to canada and then having a son and trying to raise a son there and just the struggles that came with like being an immigrant um and trying to fit in with this new culture while still like appreciating and like uh, 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 uh like continuing your like the culture you came from like having moved from india and stuff like that uh <clears throat> yeah i don't know it was this it was a really really neat story and just like kind of coming to grips too like as the parents like accepting the son for kind of you know because obviously the son is like very much like canadian in a sense like mm-hmm. kind of like, as a child and as a, even a young adult trying like kind of pushing away like no i don't want to be i don't want any part of our culture you know i want to be more in the well, canadian or american or whatever you want to say kind of you know, right. uh, 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 Western, I guess, Western culture compared to like the Eastern cultures. And uh, yeah, so it's just a very interesting story that like, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it was just, it was really heartfelt, really wholesome. And it was a, such a different game <laughs> than anything I've played in a long time. Like, I don't know, uh, which is what I love about indie games is like they can tell these really heartfelt, sad stories or like touching stories um so incredibly well but the gameplay mechanic is basically you get the whole game is going through memories each chapter is like a memory going through from like i said before this kid was born like her son was born to uh i'm not gonna spoil it but uh, later on in the years uh and the son is like off in college or even like out of college and stuff like that um and just the memories throughout that time and the memories 
are kind of uh, retold even through little cutscenes, but then it would always kind of draw back to, again, their culture and their food, uh, which is a very important part of their culture. A very big part is their food and recipes uh, from what I can tell from this game and uh, talking about like, oh, it was like her grandmother's recipe book that was passed on to her mother and then passed on to her. And then she's trying to prepare it and pass it on to the son. And so like the mm -hmm. first few memories are like, opening up the recipe book and like pages are missing or like things were scribbled out or like it, it got damaged over the years, you know? And so you're trying to like remake the, the, the cookbook. And so you're just kind of, kind of have a table with various ingredients and you got to figure out, okay, what, it, what order do I put these in on? And with very little context clues from like images on the page. So it's like a puzzle game. Right. You're looking at this kind of like little bits and pieces of from step one to step you know the final step and like all right i can see step three and four but what about this one and, um, so it was a really cool mechanic um and honestly playing through i'm like i would love to learn how to make some of these dishes like they look incredible like like the art design the the sound design, isn't there supposed like, to be a cookbook coming i hope so because honestly after playing it i'm like i need to make some of these recipes like this looks incredible like it looks so tasty i was getting so hungry playing it <laughs> uh and uh uh yeah it's a lot of fun so i the gameplay was really cool like because it's like a more like a puzzle aspect to it um and then the story was like i think I even said on discord i'm like well, i wasn't expecting to be crying after this but here i am just like <laughs> getting all choked up it was such like a heartwarming story like god dang it like <laughs> uh, so very good uh and i got it through i don't know if it's still available now probably not because usually they're limited time but it was through that the humble bundle they had with wholesome it was a wholesome bundle with wholesome, the uh -huh. wholesome direct that we watch um, uh -huh. so it was like 15 bucks and i got like five or six games and that was one of them uh but um i think it's pretty much available ev everywhere. everywhere if i remember right and very reasonably priced but they deserve all the support because yeah, very good story. Um, yeah, the story begins in 1988 um, and goes through kind of like present day. It's really cool. Yeah, 15 bucks. Mm. 15 bucks most places. Go pick it up. It's on everything uh, except for Switch. Oh, no, it's on Switch. I was so, going to yeah. say. <clears throat> yeah, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, Steam. Um, I highly recommend it. It was very, very cool and a very quick one. Like I said, like it's not like a big time commitment. There's like, oh, I got this, you know, 60 hour game to play. I beat it and under they were just barely over an hour so one sitting you could hypothetically finish this game um and then the other thing i've been doing is watching a lot of shows and i just finished uh guillermo del toro's cabinet of curiosities on netflix did you watch Ooh. that series a couple episodes i didn't watch the whole thing oh man it's so good i i <laughs> I have been, I mean, I, I got into Jordan Peele, his stuff there a couple weeks ago, and I'd already started Guillermo del Toro's Kevin and Curiosities, but I was like, all right, now I got to finish this off. And let me tell you, there was one episode, I think it was like episode five, called Pikmin's uh, Model, I think it's called. It's based off an HP Lovecraft story. Mm -hmm. Dude, like that episode messed with me. Like by the end, I was just like, uh i need to go like to take a shower after watching this like i just felt like i was so like deeply disturbed and terrified and also just like yeah like it was just so creepy and scary and dark and i'm like oh like this is like such an intense i don't know they just did such a good job because all the other ones are like more like oh whoa like that's it's more like a oh that's crazy no way oh that one was honestly like 
whoa. Like it was like it, I experienced something. Yeah, like that that was a freaking experience. Like I forget who the director cuz that's what's cool about this show is every it's an anthology series. None of the episodes build off each other. Um but there and and there are also they're all separate stories all directed by different people and phew, that one Pikmin's model and then actually the next day I watched one called The Showing I think I think it's episode 6 or 7 it's called The Showing the payoff of that episode is not great like I actually thought it was really dumb but the vibe the aesthetic of it is like 80s pulp like just thick grain like video grain just like everything is like halation and like blur like i don't know it felt like oh this is like the pulpiest of pulpy like 80s film <laughs> um even like the color scheme like everything had like an orangish hue to it like kind of thing and like i don't know it was just like it was dripping with so much style and like uh, uh, uh like I don't know. I, I loved it. I loved it just purely off the aesthetic. It was so good. I was like, I wish it had a better payoff story wise, but like style wise, I'm like, oh man, like I want to make a I film. I gotta have it. Like this is the type of thing because I always talk about like I would love to make like more like a like a short film. Like we've we've done the spooky game reward sh- shorts. I would love to do something like a little longer than that one day. And like honestly, after watching that episode, I'm like, I want my movie to look like this. Like seriously, like I this is the style I'm going for. I want something that's like. <laughs> super pulpy like 70s or 80s kind of look that's just like oh it's just dripping with aesthetic kind of thing so yeah that got me fired up so go check out cabinet curiosities there's like i said like i think really that's the only one that didn't hit all the other stories were really great i actually really enjoyed them but yeah uh pikmin's model go beware beware (laughs) it'll mess with you (laughs) you'll keep you up yeah, oh, that's for sure. I went to bed and I was like, I don't know if I can go to sleep tonight. Like I was just like laying in bed to sleep. Oh, brother. I'm going to be this, like, not even like scared, just thinking about it. Like it was just like, I couldn't get it out of my head. Like the the whole story and like the ending of it. I'm like, it wasn't like a, oh, I'm scared of the dark. It's more like a, what did I just watch? Just like chewing on it, you know? <laughs> Man. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening and watching the show. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, I guess this is the last episode of 2023 if we're not doing one next week. So um, thank you all so much for a fantastic year. Um, This has been an awesome year. I mean, we've had so much growth uh, on our show just as far as, I mean, even just on YouTube alone, YouTube's been, we, we've started at like, like we were just under 300 and we're, we've only been growing from there, you know, the subscribers. And so if you're not subbed, go sub over on YouTube, uh, like the videos, share it with your friends. We appreciate that very much. Um, so thank you for, for, yeah, all the support, helping grow our stuff and shout it <laughs> off the rooftops. Um, and uh yeah helping us just make cool content thank you to all the patreon supporters throughout this year who have helped us make cool things we yes appreciate yes um big time and in the years to come you know we're gonna need you so uh thanks for sticking thanks thanks for sticking with us the last year thanks for hopefully sticking with us this next year and if you're interested at all in helping us out want to make cool things and support support our endeavors think about going to patreon support us there patreon.com slash supergamerboys um yeah it's been an awesome year uh i'm excited to 
start 2024. We got some, I, I, I'm always, I've always got ideas in the back of my head. So now it's just figuring out how to, how to. Let's get them out of there. Let's do it. Let's get it done. So let's do the thing. And, uh, you can also support us by going over to sgbstore.com, buy some merch. We got t-shirts, we got sweatshirts, we got coffee mugs. We got, we got stuff. We got stuff over there. Go check it out. Uh, shout out to Jack Stracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on their show for so long. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, you can find them on Apple Music and Spotify. We got links on the show description over on YouTube and on uh, 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 podcast services. And shout out to DJ Trues, who is uh, he's a newbie this year, allowing us to use his music on the show. We appreciate him as well. And you can find links for his music there in the show notes. So be sure to check them out. Show them some love. Uh, you can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at G Morlang. Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me in the end everywhere at homeboy. That is right. And with that, uh, that's it. That's all I got for 2023. So Adrian, go ahead and take us out one last time this year. Sounds like a plan, my good man. Folks, Garrett already said it all, but if you didn't hear the first time, we appreciate each and every one of you that came out to support us throughout all of 2023. We have uh, experienced some crazy growth, some crazy looks from people who uh, we never thought would 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 uh, want to interact with us. And here we are. Uh, and it's all because of you. You help us to continue to do this. Uh, I mean, even still, like I always say, and like I've been saying, and we'll continue to say, Garrett and I probably would have had these discussions with or without you guys here, but having you here makes it a lot better. So uh, I guess the only thing that's left to say is um, happy holidays, uh, happy new year, uh, and uh, we will see you in 2024. Heck yeah. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, we are, for the final time in 2023, the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity flop. So Max Steel, I looked it up. Uh, Max Steel is, uh, he, he has like superpowers. Yes. Well, he, that, like whatever that little suit is. That's what it was. That's what it was. I, I, I don't know why I thought he turned into steel. I, I have to think, see, maybe Colossus. I don't know. Thank you.